friend. It is the beginning of the school year and your teen girl is not ready for it. She's having trouble managing all her responsibility coming at her with school, chores, job maybe, and extracurricular activities. And you are tired of constantly having to remind your daughter. It's likely causing some tension around the house. Well, today I am giving you four secrets to battling the transition blues and get your teen motivated to take on her responsibilities. We homeschooled for a while, and it wasn't until middle school where my kids decided to jump into the public school system. And I remember asking them if they liked homeschooling as a family, because as a former teacher, I absolutely enjoyed our lessons and our unconventional way of learning. We were often found on nature hikes, but when I asked the question, did you like being homeschooled? Surprisingly, they said no. And their reason was because of the way I taught them. They didn't remember the adventurous lessons nor the family trips to actually go and see the things that we learned about. It was at times when frustration got the best of me. I yelled. I was a yeller. I was quick to get angry and I was not my best self. It was at that moment when they revealed this answer that things needed to change. This highlighted the validity that relationships trump authority. How we communicate and the way we communicated dictates the kind of relationship that we have with our girls. That was a time I knew I needed to value my relationship with them over being right. In return, our communication got better over time. Was it easy for me? No, I needed to change the way I was thinking and some of my habits and my reactions. I had to bite my tongue quite a few times. But did my kids survive? Yes, they did. They survived some of the things that I felt like I needed to instruct them on and give them this authority. They survived. So mama, you may have been like me, a yeller, and wonder why isn't she communicating with me? Don't wait until your kids slap you in the face with the reality of your relationship. And if she has, thank her because now you can make a change. You have a heart that wants the best for her, but it is so dang hard to figure her out. And that can be completely frustrating. Believe me, I know, but there is a better way. I have done the work to redeem my homeschooling days with my kids and have come out of it pretty dang well. This is why I'm giving you a two-day Teen Talk workshop. All you need to do is sign up and show up. That's it. I'm giving you free training on what I did to create open communication with my girl, and I'm sharing it with you. I want you to head on over to JeannieBaldomero.com forward slash Teen Talk workshop. That's J-E-A-N-N-I-E-B-A-L-D-O-M-E-R-O.com forward slash Teen Talk Workshop. You'll need to save your spot so we can send you all the info to get to the training and be a part of a community with other moms in the same season as you. I'll see you there. Hey mama, welcome to Raising Her Confidently. Do you wanna have open communication with your teen daughter? Do you find yourself constantly thinking about how to talk to your teen or why your girl is not opening up to you? 
Do you wake up with confident intentions only to feel confused and frustrated when all you get are one-word answers from your daughter again? Hey, I'm Jeannie. I too was a mom raising young teens. I too felt grieved by the loss of my sweet, talkative little girl. I wanted her to come to me about anything, even if she was scared, and listen to my advice. But I kept thinking, she won't listen to me, and I don't know how to approach her until I found tools to create open communication. In this podcast, you will find how to connect and talk to your team and create a safe space for her to go to so that you will have that close relationship you dreamed of. Go grab your glass of Merlot and throw off those fuzzy slippers and let's dig in together. You know, once upon a time, teenagers were some of the most hardworking members of society, believe it or not. Long before shopping malls, computer games, and high schools, teenagers were expected to work with the adults and work hard. Many teenagers responded well to this invitation, worked hard, and were motivated to do so because that was just the culture and the sign of the times. I can't even imagine my uh, teenagers back then when they were high school working as hard as teenagers back in the day, probably during my grandparents' time right? Teens worked hard learning a trade, taking on responsibility around the house, learning to cook and clean. They understood how what they were being asked to do was preparing them for the future. Isn't that what we want for our kids, right? Are we preparing them enough by allowing them to do the things like cook, clean, help around the house, be a community member within the home, simply because not one, what they're thinking is that we're using them for child labor, unpaid child labor, (laughs) but really it's for us to prepare them for the future. It's a life skill they're going to need to learn as adults and they need to learn them now, right? And the jobs themselves were real jobs back then. They had legit real jobs. And if you have a teenager working part-time, good for you, mama, because this gives them a sense of significance and value in contributing into society and starting to take care of themselves. I would have to say a lot has changed now, right? And you're right, because we have access to technology. We, our kids, there's so much that's expected out of our kids nowadays. I mean, my kids just graduated from high school a few years ago and A lot of their peers were more focused on their portfolio and their school files to get into colleges, prestigious colleges, and rightfully so because the requirements are so high, so much higher than they were back in the day, even back in my own day. What has changed the most, though, is the context in which teens grow up and the significance of what they are expected to do, right? Very few teenagers completely lack motivation. I'm gonna tell you this again. Very few teenagers completely lack motivation, meaning there aren't that many kids that lack motivation, even if it seems like it. What many teenagers lack is the motivation to do stuff that doesn't matter, doesn't seem important, or is about satisfying an agenda that doesn't relate to them. Whoa, mind blown, (laughs) right? It's not that they don't lack motivation, they do. You see it. When you see them get into something, whether it be sports, activities, 
video games, they have the motivation to do it. It's just they like the motivation and the things that really matter or don't matter to them, right? With that in mind, I want to give you four secrets to motivating your team. Number one, here we go. What's in it for me? So we're going to shift our perspective into our teen's perspective. They're going to ask, what's in it for me? This is the most important motivational ingredient of them all. If your teen does not understand what the task has to do with them or their well-being, then it will be a struggle for them to find the desire to carry it out. Teenagers long to feel significant. I'm going to say that again. Teenagers long to feel significant. They want to demonstrate to themselves and the world that they matter and are capable of making a difference. Many of the problems teens encounter today is because they desire to be significant, right? And that is being ignored or diminished. If your teenager understands the value to them of the task, you will have a little problem motivating them to do it, right? You won't have a problem. At this point, I need to tell many parents that teenagers do not regard making their parents' lives easier, (laughs) right? I'm sorry, love me, but they don't regard making your life easier as something of high value to them. If your teenager wants to wear clean clothes, they'll be motivated to cooperate with doing their laundry. If your teenager wants to eat, they'll be motivated to cooperate when there's mealtime chores or wanting to cook for themselves. Some tasks don't have consequences quite so obvious right? Personally, as a teenager, I couldn't see how vacuuming the carpet made any difference in my life. It really didn't. Now I do, but it didn't then. So maybe this wasn't the best chore for me to do. I did, however, notice when the trash can be overflowing, which really did bother me, give your teens chores that they can see value in doing. There are a lot of chores for us to share, but Really give them some chores that they can see value in doing, even if it's not their favorite to do. Explain to them why it matters. Why would it matter to them? For me, it was a trash. I couldn't stand the smell. I really couldn't. And so that's why I took the trash out as a teenager. And dishes. I couldn't stand. So I I don't like ants. And I can't stand the fact that ants are in the house. So I would make sure the dishes and the trash were out because I didn't want any reason for ants to come into the house. So whatever it is that matters to your teen, find out what that is and relate it to the chore at hand, right? Number two, let them have a say. Let them have a say. They're grown up. They're starting to think independently and you'll be surprised of their input. If your teenager feels like they are being asked to do it to fit into your agenda or your timetable and conform to your way of doing things, they're not going to be very motivated to do it because it's your thing and not theirs. So give your teenager a say in what and how things are done. If your teenager has had a say in setting the agenda and the timetable, they will be much more motivated to participate. An example, let's use trash again for a chore because that actually is a chore in our home. My son 
will take the trash out, but he will take the trash out when he feels like he's going to get it done. My only condition is that it gets done that day. Any time of the day, then he gets to determine. And that has helped my relationship with him and has helped the nagging he felt that he was getting from me because he got to decide and own what he said about when he was going to take that trash out, right? Discuss with them what chores they would prefer to do around the house. I know that sounds a little progressive for some parents like no you're gonna do the chores that I tell you to do but if we have a list of chores that need to be done eventually they'll choose a chore that you want them to do anyway right you're giving them the freedom you're widening the choices for them because that's what they need in the teen stage they want to feel like they can choose now why would a household chore make or break that deal right discuss with them what chores they would like to do around the house. Set deadlines, right? Like it has to be done by the end of the day, but give them the freedom to choose when and how a task is completed. Discuss with them what they think is a reasonable expectation and then share your expectations and try to work a compromise, right? This is the art of compromise, open communication. This is what we teach This is what I teach in my course about responding and having those hard conversations. It's being able to be reasonable and compromise between the two of you. Give your teenager responsibility for whole tasks. For example, if they have to cook one night a week, let them set the menu and arrange for the shopping to be done. Let them have the whole project Or if the job is to fully redecorate a bathroom, for instance, which is her bathroom, make her responsible for decorating and choosing what needs to go in there. Number three, help them to remember. Help them to remember. And you're probably thinking, that's not my responsibility for them, for me, for them to help them remember. But We also feel like we need to nag them, which is a way of helping them remember, right? Ouch. (laughs) Do you still love me? Sorry, mom. Help them remember. Help them to remember, and I'll tell you how. It's not always the case that teenagers don't do things because they are not motivated. Often they fail to follow through simply because they forget. How many times have you heard your, your daughter say, oh, I forgot, oh, I forgot, Truly, it's because they really did forget. They really did. They're being honest and transparent with you. And how can you get mad at that, right? But this is what you can do instead. With all the stuff going on in their life, it is very easy for teenagers to get distracted and forget. They need help to remember what they committed to by organizing themselves. So we're going to help them get organized. It is important to point out that Constant verbal reminders from parents, also referred to as nagging, is not a solution. We cannot help our kids remember by nagging them to death because it becomes about your agenda and keeping you happy. Believe me, I've been guilty of this. This does not help your teenage girl be motivated. In fact, nagging is a great demotivator 
of all. So instead, let's do this. Teaching your teens to be organized and remember is part of what parents need to do. We need to help and guide them to be organized with everything that's on their plate. And remember, work with your teen to develop methods of remembering that doesn't require you to be involved. Ha! Remember by not being involved, by using visual aids such as charts, a calendar, color-coded roster, maybe a timetable. My daughter, I got her a planner and I actually had to teach her how to use a planner because I use a paper planner and it's worked for me. And I've noticed that she likes to use paper notebooks to write on even for school. So I felt this would help her. So leave little hints instead, right? Help your teen create routines in their weeks that help them establish a pattern. Right, so getting organized is also helping them establish a pattern. Leave little hints around the house about a task that needs to be completed, like little hints that needs to help them remember. For example, going back to the trash chore, maybe propping it up out of the trash, tying it up and putting it on top of the trash can. That's a simple hint to remind them, oh, I need to take the trash out. It, ha- it wasn't done yesterday. Right, those are little hints. Get them to use an app since they're pretty tech savvy or a program on their phone that helps remind them of this. It keeps them in a reminding process. What I like to use is Google Keep. It's a checklist and I have my daughter using that as well to keep a checklist, a running checklist for herself so she can remember. We use Google Calendar so we can sync up all of our calendars and schedules together so she remembers her appointments, where she needs to be for practices. And then um, that's about it, those two that we use to help her remember and her planner, okay? And number four, let them learn from failure. Ooh, this is a big one, mom. Let them learn from failure. A lot of times, especially us mamas, don't want to see our kids suffer. We really don't. It breaks our mama heart to see them get uncomfortable, to see them fail. But we need to let them learn that way sometimes. When parents consistently step and rescue their teens from failing, they undermine their teenagers, their teens' ability to grow up. And it's unintentional. I know it is. No parent wants to see their kids fail but it is through failure that they will grow and learn to improve. What gives a task significance is the consequences or what's at stake if it doesn't get done. When parents prevent teens from experiencing the consequences of failure, they actually rob a task of its significance and their teens motivation to do better next time we really rob them from their motivation to do better and their confidence. If your girl is responsible for taking the trash out every week and they don't get it done, then they become responsible for managing the mess that overflow, like overflowing bins for the following week. They will learn more from this than a parent repeatedly nagging them at 11 p.m. at night before or doing it for them. They will learn more when we don't nag or do it for them, right? 
I remember one time my son forgot to take the trash out for pickup and it was completely overflowing. And if the trash people weren't coming and was not being prevented from coming, if something didn't happen, like we had strike like many years ago and our trash bins were ridiculously full, didn't even know what to do with them. And some of us were taking it to the landfill. That's something he would have had to do. If it was going to be unbearable because he forgot to take the trash the week before, he was going to have to take it to the trash landfill himself. And I know that would be a lesson that he would learn immediately. But lucky for him, he just had to deal with the overflowing bins. He had to take more trash out than he needed and be creative of how our trash was going to be out there so that the raccoons don't get to it. That was his issue and that was his problem that he needed to fix. I didn't need to be a part of it. Similarly, if your teen chooses not to study for an exam and fails, they are more likely to be motivated the next time, right? Parents can use these opportunities by asking questions rather than giving lectures. Ask the question rather than giving lectures. That's the key to guiding them. Discuss with your teen about how they felt about this outcome what they might do differently next time and ask if there's anything they need from you to help them, right? You're not stepping in and overstepping what they need to do. You are simply asking them, hey, what do you need to do next time? How can I help you with that? (sighs) Here we go. Keeping our kids motivated, nagging is probably not it, and doing it for them is probably not it. They're the easiest, but definitely not the most motivating for them, and not the most uh, in favor of what they're capable of doing. So there you have it, mamas. Four secrets you can use to get your girl going. Which one will you focus on right now? Would it be what's in it for me? Thinking of their perspective? Let them have a say? Help them to remember? Or letting them fail? What would it be? Just a reminder You have less than a week to save your spot for my free two-day live training. We're focusing on communication and the pathways you can connect with her. It's different from being a young girl, believe me. It's going to be worth showing up. Not only am I giving this away, I have a few surprises up my sleeve, so you need to be there. Go save your seat at JeannieBaldemera.com forward slash teen talk workshop. I'll see you there. Hey friend, if this podcast inspired you or encouraged you or helped you in any way, I'd love for you to share it. You can screenshot this episode and share it in your stories on social media or text it to a friend who can use the support. It's the best way you can thank me. I want to let other mamas know they are not alone. I'd love to stay connected with you. You can find me on Instagram at Jeannie Baldomero or join my free mom support community at Linktree backslash Jeannie Baldomero. Until next time, live full of grace, Jeannie.